Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Listener experiences are dynamic. Coupled with the sweeping changes podcasting has seen over the last few years, podcasters can't afford an outdated view of what we think it takes to build loyal listeners. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. In an odd twist of irony, I'm about to have a chat with Mark Asquith from Rebel Base Media. Chat title is Creating Experiences That Inspire Loyal Communities. He and I are doing that as a part of Phoenix Startup Week, PHX Startup Week, today. And it's going to be very hard for me during that fireside chat that I'm having with Mark for me to not use Apple Podcasts botched. Apple Podcast subscription rollout as a negative example. It's a negative example that I think very few companies can survive today, to be honest. And that means podcast companies too, and more importantly, podcasters. Let me unpack the description that I wrote for the talk Mark and I are about to have. Here's what it says. Now more than ever, customers are judging the experiences they have with companies not just within a particular industry, but across all industries. Customers have discovered that switching costs are actually quite low and loyalty can get stretched thin. And then in this session, Mark and Eva will demonstrate how a relentless focus on the customer experience will build the most loyal of communities. So let's break some of that down individually and talk about it from a podcaster's perspective. Why are two podcasters talking about building communities, but more to that, let's let's really use that paragraph as a, as a way to have a conversation today. So it starts with the words, I chose to start with the words, now more than ever. Now more than ever. And that's hard for a lot of longtime podcasters to understand. And I am a longtime podcaster. What's hard to understand is that 2021 isn't like 2006 for example. We know that. I think collectively we get that. But do we also understand that it's also not like the beginning of 2018, just three years ago, when there were a few hundred thousand shows? Now there are millions of shows. The beginning of 2018 was also when low-effort podcasts started pouring out into the world, into apps, into directories. You got to remember, that was only three years ago when all of these things happened. And a time when podcasting was quite different prior to that. So if you're thinking about things from the twenty, the mid-20s, the 2010s, 2012, 2014, remember things are vastly different now. 
for listeners just coming into the space than they were. Let's switch to the idea of the cross-judgmentalism that I mentioned there, the hill across all industries, and switch that to a podcast focus, right? Because people make assumptions and judgments about their experiences, and they apply those experience, those experiences and those judgments they make, again, cross-industry, or in our case, cross-podcasting, pod, right? Now, when I talk about the experience, please understand I'm not just talking about the audio. Yes, it is important content. You should have a and provide a good listener experience. But also the full experience of consuming, finding, listening to, getting more information about all of the pieces of podcasting that are beyond just what goes inside of your ears, like your website. Like every podcaster's website, people make judgments of a podcaster's website if that's how they discovered it based on other podcast websites they've discovered. And not just other podcasts they've discovered, but other websites they've discovered. Same for social sharing, everything. You are judged not by what you can do with your podcast episodes, but what people want you to do because they experience things all over the place. They judge you by the experience of the app that you push them to. And they're going to blame you, by the way, podcaster. If you push them to an app with a rotten experience, or you somehow tie your show in their mind to an app or a service that gives them a rotten experience, they're going to blame you for that. Even if you recommend a series of apps to listen to, and they have a bad experience with one, that's on you. Now, I suppose you could blunt at least some of that if you push it to a well-known service like Spotify, for example. No one's going to blame you for a bad Spotify experience. No rational person will do you. But all the other ones that they've never heard of, including Apple Podcasts, probably on you. They're also going to judge the overall experience of podcasting. Based on what they listen to you, they're going to make a judgment. This is what podcasting is. And this is something that has been plaguing podcasting for the longest time. I heard it all the way back in 2005. People saying to me, you know, I've listened to podcasts. How come more of them aren't better? So those people now have a judgment about podcasting. And that's really, really hard to get over. If it's a negative opinion, it might take some serious convincing to get them to return to podcasting. And we've had several inflection points that have done it over the years. You want to wait for another inflection point before it happens again? I, I, I hope not. You know, that's that's a really, it's an awesome responsibility that we all have to not turn someone off of podcasting. We've got Facebook and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everybody else right now, again, throwing lots of attention on podcasting. That's an awesome responsibility that we have collectively to not make them go, oh, they still suck. Last thing, switching costs are really quite low, I mentioned. I mean, honestly, switching costs are super low, even in podcasting. Even switching from listening to your podcast to another podcast that talks about the same things. I'm serious. At the, at the risk of offending your life coach, it is unlikely that you have a unique take that is irreplaceable. Seriously search around on your topic in a directory that you can get to and see 
how other things are similar to you. So what do we do about this? Well, relentless focus on customer experience, obviously. And I mean the full customer experience. Yes, the listener experience podcaster. That means the listener experience that goes into their ears, but also the listener experience that goes into the app that they are using to consume your content. The experience of visitors that come to your website. The experience of people who are encountering the shared content you and your listeners are sharing socially. The entire online community experience, if in fact you have one, and you do have one, by the way, whether it's formalized or informalized, maybe just an email experience, is that as good as it can be? When you can finally, once again, go to conferences, people meet you at a conference, that's an experience they're having with you. You better show up with stickers. You know, Apple is already living through this idea of stretched thin loyalty. It's going to cost them, but come on, they're Apple. They're going to survive. But if you take the same laissez-faire attitude, will you and your show survive? I think it's much better to use this current debacle as an example of not what to do. So I've had people asking me all the time, what are we going to do about this problem? We can't get an Apple Podcast Connect even. I was like, well, there's probably not much we can do. I'm, I'm not even sure my public shaming of them every day is going to lead to a quicker resolution. But, you know, whatever. Luckily, the good news is these problems aren't hitting the end users. So other than making a virtual gripe fest, which I know I've been involved with, I apologize for that. What you can do is collaborate with your podcasting peers, thinking about customer experience, listener experience, and perhaps offer to audit each other's listener experiences. This is hard to do from within. So make a list of the people in podcasting you would like to participate with. Send this episode to them and see if they want to reciprocate. You audit them, they audit you. Could be kind of fun. And if you love that idea and all the ideas I bring to you here on Podcast Pontifications four days a week, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and buy me a virtual coffee. That's always nice. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com.
www.thepowerofpeacebuildingsocial.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.